Hey, everyone. Welcome to Trashy Divorces, Trashy Breakups Edition. But we have something very special for you today. Holy cat, Stacy! We do have something really special. Today, in person, in the studio, is one of our very, very favorite musicians, talent extraordinaires. Her talent knows no bounds. Atlanta icon. 100%. To my mind. Welcome to the Trashy Divorces studio, Michelle Malone. Woohoo! <laughs> We're so excited that you're here. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Stacy and I have been in your audiences now going on. Oh my god, you played 30, you, 3 plus decades. You, you played a festival at my college my freshman year. I mean, like it yeah, we've been I've been around the block a time or two. <laughs> we have been fans for so long. It mm-hmm. is really really very much a thrill to have you here. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you. As Stacy mentioned, you are an Atlanta legend. Tell our trash pandas who might not be familiar with your music how you got started. Uh, I come from a long line of musicians. Uh, my mother was a singer and a bunch of pop and top 40 bands in the 70s. And then she sang jazz and blues later. And uh, her mother was a singer, more theatrical, and in, you know, Atlanta churches and... Uh, and, you know, they all played piano. And I just grew up around music all the time. Uh, it was a no-brainer. I didn't think about it. I just have been singing ever since I can hmm. remember. Yeah, so I couldn't wait to get in the school band. I I used to go see my mom work. You know, I'd sit at the little bar with my, what are those things? Shirley Temples. And, <laughs> of course. And, and watch my mom work at, at a bar. And it was great. And and to me, it was normal. I thought everybody's mom did something like that. But uh, I just kind of fell into it, honestly. I didn't think twice, you know. I love music. It's everything to me. It is everything to me, too. It's a salve. It's healing. Uh, It brings people together. It is my passion. It makes me personally feel good. And I love sharing that because I want to make other people feel good. You've been sharing it for so long within Atlanta and have worked with so many influential names in the biz. You've had a number of bands here. You're continuing to kill it out there. (laughs) Uh, You have a new album that just came out. Tell us about your new album. I love it so much. Thank you. Uh, I'm really excited about it. My new record is called 1977. And uh, that, a lot of people want to know why I named it that. And that's the year I started playing guitar. Hmm. Uh, Stole it out of my brother's closet. He said, don't touch it. So I did every chance I got. (laughs) And he always, you know, would beat me up or whatever big brothers do, you know. Hold you down and act like he's going to spit on you and then slurp it back up at the last minute. Really disgusting brother things. Oh, brother things (laughs) is right. Anyway. uh, I've forgotten about that game. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah. Mom! Tony spit on me! Tony, don't spit on your sister. She played my guitar. Michelle, don't play Tony's guitar. I mean, you know. Anyway, so uh, 1977. I feel like I started to become me. And uh, it's also my favorite year for music. That's the year Rumors came out. Fleet Mac Rumors and Steely Dan Asia and... Eagles, and I could go on and on. But It was a time of fantastic music. Yeah, It was such a good time for fantastic music. 
that they still play all that music today and and that's just a testament to the great writing and performing and recording so I love that music and and I didn't write these on purpose thinking about that era it, it happened all by itself and it was very organic well uh, let's see February the last two weeks of February 2020 Doug Keys and I, who is my partner in crime and guitarist, were touring in California up and down the coast for a few weeks, you know, playing a lot of house concerts and clubs and things like that. And we got home around March 2nd, and then the world shut down. Perfect timing, yeah. Uh, And the world shut down, and and then I was home, and I had California on my mind, and the sun, and the ocean, and the coast, and the laid-back vibes. And I had no um, audience to speak of at home, except my cats. That was kind of a, you know, they don't, they run when I start singing in the house. I don't know why, but I yell at them. I'm like, you know, some people pay good money for this. And they don't care. Cats are so ungrateful. They are. Truly. And I, I didn't have any input coming in, you know. Usually I... I have audiences, I meet people, I'm always inspired by things I see and hear on the road, and and so I was just sitting at home with my little acoustic guitar, and it was kind of more of an introspective time, and it was also a time where I listened to a lot of older music because I find it um, older music that's familiar, that I grew up on, makes me feel comforted makes mm-hmm. me feel safe and and takes me to you know back to a time where I could relax so to speak and it was very difficult to relax in 2020 yes it was <laughs> even though we were all just sitting at home but um that's kind of where this music on my new record came from a place of stillness introspection and then listening to the old music that I love it just got in me and on me and being in California so it was, it was a nice change of pace for me. I love singing these songs because I don't have to really over-sing. I don't have to yell or jump around. <laughs> the songs do everything for me. I can just stand there and sing. It's nice. Well, and that whole 70s vibe singer-songwriter thing, I know you dig it. I know I dig it. It is, as you mentioned, kind of a salve mm-hmm. to your soul sometimes. That's exactly what you want to listen to. So, Michelle, you have a guitar in your hand, which I'm really excited about. I know you're going to be playing for us. Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors this week. And when we come back, you're going to entertain us with some a few of your tunes from the new album. Yes. Fantastic. See you on the flip. Hi, everybody. I'm Katie Segal. And I'm Kurt Sutter. And welcome to our new podcast called Pi. People, Influences, and Experiences. Yes, it's sort of the uh, get to know you at a deeper level, the who, what, when, where, and why you are, rather than what it is you do. Absolutely. We're not going to talk too much about what people do. We just want to know about their families, where they come from, you know, what shapes their parenting if they have kids, what shapes their marriages if they're married. 
We just want to be really nosy. We want to get in there. A deep dive into nature and nurture. And we started it because there are a lot of people that we don't know that we are curious about. Right. And I have no friends, so for me, it's, you know. Try like, to get them out of the house. Listen to it on whatever you <laughs> listen to podcasts on. Yeah, podcasts, your, homecasts. Your, 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 your podcasting apparatus. Watch it on the YouTube. He's aging himself. And we're back with Michelle Malone. Listeners, Trash Pandas, you are about to have a complete and total treat. One of our very favorite artists. Michelle, you're going to be singing your debut track from 1977. Yeah, it's the first track on the record. It's called Not Who I Used to Be, and it's co-write with my good friend Elliot Bronson, who's here in Atlanta. I write with him quite often. Would you like us to clap to get you started? Like, <laughs> pretend you're on a real show? Uh, well, sure. Why don't you just holler and yeah. clank, <laughs> clank some glasses around? <laughs> and the trashy divorces. Bar is introducing Michelle Malone singing Not How I Used to Be. And never walked away The flowers that the rain would bring Started to fade
I'm so jealous. We own a bunch of guitars. I own a banjo. I own a mandolin. I own a ukulele, and I can play none of them competently. You're much better on guitar than I am, Alicia. Michelle, that was amazing. Magic. It's, it's always so delightful to see you perform. I'm fangirling just a little bit here. Well, thanks for letting me play your guitar. <laughs> I'm and, thrilled it's and, being and play held it well. by such a, mm-hmm. a such a, 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 a. I've lost my words. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, that cannot be true. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of true. Uh, Michelle, I know that you are about to head out on a next leg of doing some gigs. Where can Trash Panda see you? The tour hasn't really kicked in yet. I have a few isolated dates, and uh, I'll be in Asheville soon. And uh, let's see, playing some private parties and things. And I want to ask you about that because I know during the COVID lockdown, you were doing a, a four pack. Oh, it was so fun. So I don't know where I got the idea. I, I, don't, I refuse to believe I came up with it myself. <laughs> I probably saw someone else doing it online. But uh, uh, during, uh, you know, not lockdown, but when we were in 2020 I I just decided that I needed to do something more than live stream I needed to see people in person and I needed to be singing for people (laughs) so uh, all the venues were shut down and I started this thing called a four pack where people would pay me I would drive to their house it was in and around Atlanta obviously where I live and I would jump out of the car with my guitar and stand in their lawn and sing them four songs and then jump back in my car and drive home. It was really fun. It was like hit and run songs. That's fantastic. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes it was, I remember it was just one man. His wife hired me because it was his birthday. And then uh, there was a couple who were having an anniversary. And, uh, you know, one one woman hired me and she invited, I think... uh, few of her neighbors so there were maybe six people in the front yard in chairs you know <laughs> and it was just it was an interesting experiment I actually really enjoyed it mm-hmm. and it, I think it helped me feel more in touch at the time and and others as well so it was as good for me as it was for anybody it was mm-hmm. such a disorienting time that mm-hmm. sounds like a, a perfect adaptation for how <laughs> weird all of that was but being used to performing you need the audience That's... sure sure and I just needed people. It wasn't yeah. even about an audience or people clapping or an egoic thing. It was just, I need to be around some humans in the flesh. <laughs> and after three years, I needed to be around a different human. No offense, Stacy. <laughs> we may be calling you to come to a four-pack in our yard for our next uh, sure. house party. I would love it. Fantastic. I haven't done one in a while, so... Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? I actually, I wanted to mention that. I still do those, but I don't think people know it. But it is uh, in my in my web store, and, and I can do it virtually as well. So it's just like if if you don't want a whole house concert or, you know, if, the, if you find it cost prohibitive or something, this is 
something that I think more people can uh, be a part of. Well, sign That's us great. up for that. Yeah. Tell everybody how to find contact information for you, your music, your jam. How would Trash Pandas find that? Uh, just at michellemalone.com. Um, I have, you know, a web store there, lots of videos and all kinds of crazy things in my store, like a four-pack <laughs> or... Um, you know, the usual uh, signed vinyl and signed CDs and T-shirts. and But I also have bobbleheads <laughs> and free trade organic coffee and prayer candles and things. It's just kind of fun. Fantastic. And I, some crazy art. I do I do doodling with... Usually it ends up being like a goat playing a guitar and a hat. But, you know, you never know. <laughs> you're, uh, you're on Patreon as well, is that right? Oh, yeah. I started that, well... You helped me figure that out. Get um, by with a little help from my friends. That's right. I, I remember a little Q&A you and I had. I was like, you, can you explain this to me? So <laughs> I took a lot of notes. And uh, I started it. And uh, it's going pretty well. And I'm, I try to post good stuff on there at least once a week. I don't want to wear people out. But right. I don't forget about them. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. As an Atlanta fan of yours for a very, very long standing time. I started out brunette and I'm a little bit gray haired now. (laughs) No ages revealed. One thing that you do, you pack the audiences in, the people who are there are so appreciative and love your jam and your music. I don't know if you remember this, but I would like to share a story of kindness that you did for me two decades ago. I was in a very bad car accident in the end of the 1990s and had been hospitalized for a long time, finally had moved from crutches to a cane, and my first big night out hadn't been anywhere, had been nowhere in Atlanta for two years because I'd been in the hospital Mm. recovering, all that good stuff, Mm. and I finally felt physically able enough to get out to Eddie's Attic to see you play. Wow. That was my first night out. Here I am on my cane, and we get to Eddie's attic, and there was not an actual seat. Hmm. And I'm like, I don't think I can stand up for the entirety of this show. So the friend I was with and I are kind of talking about it outside, and you come in like the rock star that you are. (laughs) You breeze in, and you just get a little bit of an earful about what's happening because I'm asking the establishment like isn't there any kind of like just something I can lean on you get wind of this you go up you check your list you look inside and you had a table reserved for people who hadn't shown up yet and you came over and you said hey go ahead and take this table oh that's awesome you were you were awesome <laughs> well I'm you were so <laughs> kind it's just the right thing to do it's not a big deal I think anybody would have done that I can't tell you what a generous, I think about that so often and what a generous thing that was to do. And then I got to walk in and feel like a movie star. (laughs) Who is this famous person that's at the best table in the house? But I don't know if I've ever thanked you appropriately for that. That was an act of extraordinary kindness. And when I think about you, that's what I think about is your very kind heart. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm happy that I could help. I don't honestly remember it, but I will tell you that that is the best story I've heard of me from 
the past in a very long time. <laughs> because lately people come up to me and say, I want to share a story with you about something from the past. And then usually I end up having to apologize. Oh, it's like, you threw a mic stand at me because <laughs> we were talking. Or, you you called me out over the microphone and all that, you know, so... That's I'm just... so glad that was a good story. <laughs> a story of complete and immense kindness. And every time you cross my brain, that is what I think about. I love is that, that extraordinarily kind, generous act when I was really in a very bad spot in my mm. life. Thank well, you. And just you're so welcome. It just goes to show you how important these little acts of kindness can be in someone else's life. That's entirely true. I think if we're lucky enough, you're going to play one more song for us. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'd yay. love to. I'd love to. See, I buttered you up with all the sweet compliments Yeah, and you stuff. didn't have to, but I appreciate it. So you're going to be playing now Know My Name from your 1977 album. Yes. Just like me, we're both 
so alone A broken rocking chair Sitting in my yard The sun is sinking low I'm strumming my guitar Look me in the eye, tell me you don't care Do you like tattoos, do you like pink hair? I want to take you down to the country I want to dance with you in Spain But you don't know, you don't want to Eighteen-year-old me is doing somersaults right now. <laughs> that sounded like an afternoon walk through Laurel Canyon. Mm. I love that song. I so love California. that song. It's that. I don't know how many of your listeners play an instrument or are familiar with the major seventh chord, but all those are major seventh chords, and I've never used them in my music before. And all of a sudden, it's in a you know a ton of songs on this record, hmm. and it is very indicative of the era and that sound it you just you tit you took me right there it was just right there i love it and you uniquely are fascinated by laurel canyon <laughs> i really am i know I'll you say. and i have this laurel canyon thing in common we really are fans of the period again michelle malone your new album 1977 Y'all can find her on michellemalone.com. We'll have links and show notes to Absolutely. Uh, to all things Michelle Malone. Thank you. What a thrill. This Thank is, you so much. Yeah, this is the coolest thing to happen uh, at TDHQ so Studios in a while. <laughs> Thanks. It really is the coolest thing that's happened mm-hmm. in our studio in a long time. Trash Pandas, we hope that you have enjoyed this little diversion, little musical interlude midweek. Yeah, season 14, we told you it was going to be full of surprises. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, so, so much for tuning in. Michelle, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you being here today. This has been delightful. It's such an honor. I really do love your podcast. I love all things Laurel Canyon, and it's just so darn fun. It is so much fun. Thank you. You have been kind enough mm-hmm. to agree to play us out yeah. For this particular episode. So you're going to do one more song from your recent release. This is called... It's called Even the Queen. I dedicate it to you two queens. And, uh... Thank you so much. Clean hands, trashy hearts, everyone. And nobody got everything. Pretty faces in a magazine. Nothing 
is exactly what it seems Even the queen has dreams Even the queen has dreams Even the queen has dreams Even the queen has dreams, queen has dreams. And it's from falling apart at the seams for even the queen even the queen has dreams even the queen even the queen has dreams <laughs> love it and thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at CarbonMade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at TrashyDivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear want to advertise with us reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information and last but not least come play with us on social media i keep most of our trashy divorces instagram hopping stacy and i share it up over on facebook including our trashy divorces podcast discussion group come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening keep it trashy y'all